Hey everybody and welcome to the Invincible Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. This is a show where friends talk all things Invincible, a comic book, an animated series created by Robert Kirkman, Cody Walker, and Ryan Otley. I got there. I got there in the end. <laughs> that was close, man. I'm, I'm one of your hosts, Ryan Zanotti, and I'm joined by my good friends, Bill Hake. Hi. And TJ Dween. I don't know why I'm using last why names today. Doing, when you said Ryan Zanotti, I'm like, are we, are we doing this? I guess so. And I couldn't stop it because then if I just said Bill and TJ, it would feel weirder. So... Yeah. How's it going, guys? I don't know. It felt pretty weird the whole time. It so. did. It did. It was one of those things you where want I just to tell got them my I got social to... security number as well, or I got it right here. No, I got to the edge. It's like I was tripping the entire time, and I decided to just keep running with right. the trip instead of just falling. But I kind of fell. Um, speaking of falling, <laughs> wow! <laughs> yeah, Great segue, Bill. What happened, man? What happened? I, yeah, I broke my leg pretty good, and it's like a nasty break. Yeah. So, um, it's, uh, my fibula, I think it is. That's Mm -hmm. the outer bone, right? Right. Like in your lower leg, um, about maybe like that far from my ankle, Mm -hmm. um, a couple inches, a couple inches from my ankle, but yeah, I was on my one wheel and, uh, I hit a patch of grass, went up onto some pavement, the wheel spun out and it nosedived, which means accelerate. And then it spun around behind me, took my leg with me. And then I, fell back onto my leg and so you landed on your own leg i landed on my leg with my foot like my ankle like you know how you roll your ankle outwards yeah so that's what my foot looked like and then i fell back onto my leg was this on the concrete or is this on the grass this was on concrete yeah yeah Mm. so i and i knew i knew instantly like i don't know i mean you're riding your one wheel from work how far are you from home when this happens i was maybe two or three minutes from home mm-hmm. and you had to walk back no 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 so were... I, I i broke my leg and i sat there for a second and i was like more mad <laughs> than than anything else because when you i because i broke my hand obviously you know most people know that a couple years ago on my longboard and when you break a bone it doesn't hurt right away you mm-hmm. just know that something's like your brain goes oh, into no. this instinctual like <laughs> you broke it like look out gonna wreck um, it yeah, I'm gonna wreck it. it. <laughs> and uh, so I, I fucking I landed and I was on the ground, and I was like, no fucking way. Did I just no fucking way did I just break my leg mm-hmm. on my stupid fucking one wheel on the bike path? <laughs> like, and I was like a minute from work and five minutes from home. Oh, so like, this was two going. This was going to work, not going I was home. Going, I was going back to work because I had a meeting in okay. Batavia. And uh, so, anyways, so I'm I'm sitting there and some guy saw it happen on his bike and he rolls up to me. And he was like, are you okay, man? Do you need help? And I'm like, yeah, I'm good, bro. I just need to sit down for a minute. Like, so I acted like my leg wasn't broken. Uh-huh. I tried to stand up. I put a little bit of weight on it and I felt, cause the bone was completely broken, like in half, like on the x-ray, there's just no connect. The bone was snapped in half. Yeah. Jesus. So when I stood up my ankle, your, your fibula and your tibula go like this into your ankle, mm-hmm. right? Like one on the inside, one on the outside. So the outside bone was detached. So my foot was hanging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I tried to stand on it and I was like, that feels weird. And I could feel it rattling on the inside, oh. like really weird feeling alien. So then I sit back down and I, I lay down on the pavement <laughs> and I call, I call Liz and I, and I'm like, Liz, she's like, Hey, is everything okay? And I was like, um, I need you to come get me. I'm behind the school on the bike path. I'm pretty sure I just broke my leg. So she came and got me and then, uh, she like we hobbled together down the path and and into the car into urgent care and then 
the ER and they said you need surgery. And I'm like, and fuck me. Less than 24 hours later. Surgery. Yeah. So I broke it Tuesday at four o'clock mm-hmm. and then I was in surgery on Wednesday at like two. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, was this the, the kind of surgery that you were awake for? No. Oh, okay. Good. I was knocked out. Ugh. Yeah. Which have you guys ever gone under before? Ever have you multiple ever... times? Yep. Wow, listen to you're like a fucking professional. Dude, I, 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 from... Did they give you medazolam, which I make it which work. Which TJ makes that's you, his uh... job. <laughs> so, the first time I, I I've gone. Wait, under is two this times. your first? Oh, okay. Two times. The first time I had a scope because I was throwing up blood and I had like ulcers and stuff like that. Um, and I remember they wheeled me into the the OR, the operation room or whatever it was, and they're like, "All right, start counting down from mm-hmm. 10. Mm-hmm. And I start counting down, and I remember the the door that was in front of me started to like warp out, and I'm like, "Whoa, the door's moving!" And I was out, and then I remember waking up in bed. This time, this fucking nurse comes up to me. I had the IV in my arm, just the plastic thing, but uh-huh. nothing was attached to it, or so I thought. Mm-hmm. And she comes, and she's like, "All right, I'm gonna take you to the OR now." And she starts wheeling me, and I don't remember anything after that. Oh, they but tricked you. They didn't wheeling. tell you. They didn't tell me. Oh, so that's I, mean. I, I woke up. And it was this nurse, like, sh- like shaking me, like, okay, it's you, you got to get up and, and get dressed. And I'm like, but I'm naked. I don't have any underwear on. <laughs> and she's like, it's okay. No shame. So I, like, tried to, like, hide. Uh, dude, it was, like, crazy. It's the, I mean, we got to – we're going to move on. But we could talk for hours about stories from coming to and waking up. Mm-hmm. And those kind of – oh, man, I've got stories. Coming That's to. Tro- <laughs> tro- choice of words. You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> but the – um. Uh, the last thing I want to ask you about your, your accident bill is I'm sure folks are wondering uh, what's recovery. Like you, you know, way better than in a cast. So I would have rather broken it cleanly like this, even yeah. though it's really, really painful. Um, because there's a metal like bar in my leg and mm-hmm. then there's screws obviously attaching it. So all of that's doing all the work. So right now I have like a hard splint on my leg. It's like a cast mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, but this comes off next Monday. So it's been on for 10 days. And then hopefully if everything's healing right, they put me in like a walking boot, like one of those really hard bionicle looking, yeah, you know, yeah. things that I can take off, shower, yeah. like fucking swim. And so. But are you looking so, at you looking at crutches for a month or two or longer? I'm looking at crutches for at least eight weeks yeah with no weight at yeah. all and then depending on what they say then i can start to put a little weight on it but it's gonna hurt yeah man bad. wow so, and you can't yeah. wait to get back on your one wheel yeah i'm more <laughs> mad at it now i look at it every day and i'm like piece of shit but yeah i can't i'm, I'm excited to get back on because i keep telling people and we'll, we'll go off but it's yeah. like people walk down the street and fall and break their leg you know yeah. what i mean like so people are like oh you're gonna quit quit it now i'm like no it was a stupid thing and i'll probably break another bone like mm-hmm. i've gone from not breaking anything to to turning 34 and breaking Bring two everything. bones in two years <laughs> so. yeah off to a good start uh so let's get we're gonna get back into some invincible stuff here remember we are the invincible podcast if you want to email us to be a part of the show like a few of you did you can email us over at the invincible podcast at gmail.com or check out our website where there's a contact form over on there as uh, uh, along with some uh, handy reading guides to check out the uh, reading order and where all the other tie-ins and everything fit in. Um, all the episodes listed there. We're also on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify. Um, if you're watching over on YouTube, give us a like, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's subscribe. It always helps. Um, 
we are also uh, the Oblivion Song Podcast and Chromacast. Those are two Robert Kirkman, well, Oblivion Songs, Robert Kirkman, but both of them are Lorenzo De Felici, an amazing uh, Italian artist um, who put out these books uh, recently. And we did a podcast for both of those when both of those books have ended. If you're checking them out, Chroma will be uh, teaching. Isn't there a, uh, they announced the collection for all of Chroma. I don't know when it comes out. Um, I, it's probably I think close it's like, to like November or yeah, I think it's November. I'm okay. pretty sure. Well, yeah. well, all four issues are out. It's incredible oversized issues unless you're waiting for the um, collection, but go check those out and listen along to those podcasts. They were a ton of fun to do. Um, Bill, I'm going to kick it over to you. We're going to start off with an email that look how mad TJ is that like I've, I've talked so much so far. You do anyways, <laughs> but it really is like, it's the bill show so far. It's the bill show coming from the guy that's like, I want my own segments every day. I next, need next, the, the, the next TJ episode, TJ. So how, how did you break all, all, all four limbs? Like you managed mm. to, let's talk about this. <laughs> All right, so I have one from Gibby. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, guys, I originally got into Invincible through the show, and I loved it. Does, do they mean the Invincible podcast show or the oh, animated it's gotta show? It's got to be the It's got to be the, the, the podcast, show. yeah. The no, podcast. not the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, since then, I have read the whole way through Invincible multiple times and have made my way through some of the other comics, including Tech Jacket, amazing, The Astounding Wolfman, fantastic, Guarding the Globe, Wow, and Invincible Universe. Hit all all, all, all of them. Mm-hmm. Excellent job. I was wondering if there were any specific characters that you wish had their own series. Personally, I think Best Tiger was a super cool character, and I wish we learned more about his origin. The issue where he tricks Insomniac into thinking he killed the Guardians is one of my favorite issues in all of the Invincible comics. Keep up the good work, Gibby. Yeah. I agree, man. Best Tiger. We've we've gushed about that character and uh, that issue specifically at length. Even Robert Kirkman has said in interviews that it's one of his favorite characters that he wishes he got to spend more time with. So I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if and when Best Tiger shows up in the show, we get a little bit more expanded on on his. Was uh, that was that written by Kirkman, or was it? I, I feel like all Invincible Universe uh, wasn't that wasn't that was. somebody else. Invincible was Universe him? was yeah, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure it was. No, no, some of it. Uh, well? A good amount of Invincible Universe and Guarding the Globe was not written by Kirkman, but it was mm-hmm. uh, co-written. I think he like oversaw a lot of the uh, of the stories. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's a situation like that where nothing really. I mean, he he probably saw everything before it went out. Um, but I I don't think he was the actual writer writer, but he did write a yeah. little bit of Best Tiger in um, Mainline Invincible. So. Back to the question at hand, it's unfair that you said Best Tiger, because I remember when we were reading that, we were all like, more Best Tiger. Mm-hmm. Give us more Best Tiger. Um, but I think... Phil the, Hester. Uh... Phil Hester. Good job, That's Phil. Right. Thank you. Good job, Phil. Fantastic. Uh, fantastic job. Um, uh, Battle Beast, but I think that wish is coming true, you know? Yeah. Um, we got a piece know. of it anyways. It could be like a yeah. science dog thing where we get... A little you know, bit here and there. One thing here and there, but you know, any anything more is is good. Uh, my answer is always Rexplode, but just to change it up, I think it would be cool. The Invincible animated series gave us more than what we got in the comic, 
And I think it would be cool in a comic form to explore even more of that and maybe get a um, Amber, an Amber comic. No, like a prequel <laughs> to uh, a prequel to Omni Man, him coming to Earth, you know, his whole Viltrumite background, him coming to Earth, uh, meeting Debbie, like him trying to like train himself to to fit in more and be more calm and be more human like. Oh, my God. Um, I think that would be cool. What would be a cool TJ? about that? Go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Ryan. I was gonna uh, say what struggling, would be cool about that not to like take over. Right yeah, now. is the is that the secret would be revealed, and that would be a main point of it that he's like trying to understand it from a from the perspective of what we know of him taking yeah. over and like judging their weak points and befriending the guardians and slowly like you know hating them to a degree, and then ultimately just being like you know maybe they're not so bad, and then you see that slip. Yeah, it'd be kind of like a like you you know going into episode one that this little boy turns out to be Darth Vader. And then you see all those like oh, points where it's like, good, uh, oh, like there. this leads to this, this mm -hmm. leads to that. And it's like, yeah. oh, we'll be keeping our eye on you. And you're like, oh, that's fucking Palpatine. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I just, TJ, and you inspired it by saying that. But how fucking cool would it be if we got a Thetis comic and it was a prequel to like you oh. said during the Viltrum War or not the Viltrum War or the Viltrumite War where like they're Lord killing Ardell. everybody like the the war and it's kind of like a Order 66 thing right where he is weak quote unquote but escapes and isn't one of the Viltrumites that actually got murdered when he should have and then like how he so kind like, of like scourge virus you know the origin to the coalition of planets yeah the, the origin to the coalition and like thetis's cool. backstory like him is like a younger filtramite how towards, cool towards, would that be towards like the the you know the 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 last third of it we get introduced to uh alan but he's the, yeah, the like, younger alan that's yeah. weaker and before he gets really messed up by filtramites there's oh. a lot of there is a lot of story there because you could even go so you're it starts on viltrum like before they decide to start killing everybody and like, okay, survival of the fittest. Oh, you mean before even that? Yeah, no, wow. no, like that, like that. You could have like Conquest show up randomly and threat um, uh, Craig. Mm -hmm. That'd be cool. Well, like I said before, we know Thetis kills Lord Argyll. And like, what was the de deciding, what was his mm -hmm. motivation behind that? Like, that could be cool. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, my answer is, I think, like you were saying, I like both of yours. I, I don't have much new i always want more tara i feel like it was so good what we got and it was such a tease that it was like because she was such a badass character and we skipped through so much of her life that i'd be happy if you just took any part of that we got to see so much of her as a little kid that i i would love even more of that but all those moments that we fast forwarded through like her as a young adult her going away to the the academy or whatever it was her training like her against her father her joining um the resistance and all that kind of all that cool stuff or even stuff later on with her and ursel like i don't know i think there's a lot more to be told with uh i Tara. have i have another idea and i hope kirkman's listening to this What'd or or cory walker but wouldn't it be sick would you be happy with a one shot of each of those generations like each of those oh, pages it's like, like a six it was just issue thing and each one is in time jump not even so... just an oversized issue of each of those those panels or pages of Would I be her happy? I mean, yeah, of course. I don't think I need that, though, because I already got that in those little bits. Um, I would rather one larger chunk of a story because then you'd have to, those would have to connect in some way. And I don't know. Again, mm -hmm. I'll take it. But, yeah. 
So yeah. Cool. There Good we question. go. Thanks. Thanks for the email and the question. Yeah. Um, we're going to move on now to our invincible news segment where we've got quite a bit to talk about here. Um, we have more emails later though. So yep. Shh, TJ, it's the bill show. You don't get to talk yet. Oh, I thought I was talking. No, you can talk. No, no, Bill, go ahead. You start. So, <laughs> invincible news. Uh, no, one of the first things, um, Ryan Otley has been posting some ridiculous sketch covers. Um, I think it's mostly because he's opened up his uh, online shop. So be sure to check that. He posts, or he drops a lot of uh, single issues, mostly from uh, like Spider-Man Hulk, some of the more newer covers and variants and everything like that. Um but he's been putting some sketch covers up and I don't know uh, over on Twitter and I don't know if these have been made available in his shop yet or if he's saving them for something. But some of these are absolutely incredible. Uh, if you're watching the YouTube version, I'll try and put some over uh, on the side here. But one of them, the especially that Adam Eve one, is like stunning. It's one of like, I think the best sketch covers he's ever done. Um, he's also done some amazing ones like Giant, Talia, Powerplex. Um, Really, really great stuff. So I just wanted to give that a shout out. And obviously, if you're listening to us, you should be following Ryan Otley over on Twitter or Instagram or wherever he's posting these. I rarely and use... TikTok. He's on TikTok I was going to say, I rarely really use anything stuff. else. Is he posting these over on uh, Instagram and TikTok too? He posts a lot of stuff on TikTok. Yeah. So yeah. not just the sketch covers, but like really fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Um, one other thing that I noticed recently, and I don't know if uh, we had this date before or if the date changed. I think it might have. But the Invincible Universe... Uh, compendium uh, that you know one that contains you know invincible presents adam even explode invincible universe all those kind of stories um is listed for june 14th i think it might have gotten pushed back just a little bit um but still wanted to call that out because um by the time you hear us record next month's episode it will be too late to order it from your local comic shop so if you're hearing this you should still have time um foc hasn't passed yet check out that Invincible Universe uh, compendium because i also telling me this to remember because I still need to pre-order my copy as well because I'm very excited about that one. Um, the Invincible uh, action figures, we got new ones and I have my box right here. So I'm going to take them out of the box. This is not an unboxing. This is an unpacking. I haven't looked at them yet because I got home and they were here. Ugh. So some people have already been getting them. TJ, did you order these, Bill? I did not know. I'm just going to go to the comp, the toy store shop down, down my street, grab them. I know one buddy of ours already received his. I don't believe I ordered them. I feel like I probably would have gotten them by now, but I can't remember. <laughs> that Dude, I'm the same way. It was like, so long ago. With the, with the new Batman Flash stuff coming out, like I forget which ones I ordered, and then they'll show up, and I'm like, oh, yeah, no shit. That's right. All right, so we pulled Alan out of the box first. So we got Alan and Duplicate. Oh, this is pretty cool. I didn't notice uh, from the packaging that they had already released that he comes with his little data pad. Uh, he does have a bowl of Canslock, which is pretty great. And um, Sequids, right? Are yes, those... and a bunch of Sequids. Three Sequids, all the various hands. Another uh, head with an eye kind of in like the... You know, like doing the, the people's eyebrow. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I like his little data pad and uh, can sock. And then Duplicate has another head, a little more fierce looking one, and then a bunch of bloody limbs, then just various hands Which, and such. Can, can the limbs attach? It looks like um, they have nubs to attach some right? of them. Right, which would be awesome if, all if of like, them she do. has a quarter of an arm and yeah, it's all blown it's just... off or something. Yeah, That'd be, that would be fucking cool. Yeah, excited to pull these out and uh, see what that looks like. 
Very, very neat. I see a... I like how the way, the way Alan looks. <gasps> yes! I was going to say... Do they come I with numbers? Something. It does. Guys, no, it, it comes does. with now numbers. I'm ordering how, another how duplicate. How did we miss it? How did we miss it? I'm ordering another duplicate. Look at that. So, yeah, there's... How many? I was going to say, there's... The one looked like a sticker. And I'm like, is that a, is that a sticker? And then I look on the bottom, and you can't, you won't be able to see it in, in, in the video here. But it, it goes at least up to nine... No shit! Wow! Yeah. So there's, I gotta a have of, at least there's a bunch of sticker numbers on the bottom of the box. Wow, that's because they're imagine, gonna make so much money off of duplicate. You can make so many different like versions of her with all the different gore, all the different hands and faces. Yeah. That's such a good fucking idea. Oh man, I can't we believe they did this. it. I know. We said that whenever yeah. they do duplicate, they have to do that, and they listen to our podcast. They're our, our biggest it. fans. I haven't seen anybody we say that, that anybody that has gotten made this happen. Um, Mike, didn't Mike get him? Mike got him. I don't know if you opened him yet, but and there's the sides. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna check these out later on. But very very cool. Those should be out shipping out now. So if you pre-ordered yours, hopefully you got a copy. Uh, I'm gonna have to get another duplicate. That's exciting. Uh, next up, we have um, just the announcement over on Twitter that uh, the Invincible Animation team have unionized with the Animation Guild. I thought that was worth pointing out. That's a pretty cool announcement and good for them. Um, um, got, Bill? Is there a writer's strike going on right now? Yes, there is. So is yeah. that part of it? That is, that's uh, not the animation team. That would be the writers. So oh, yeah, separate. yeah, the writers. The writers, yeah. animation team unionizing is great for, you know, their... Uh, pay and uh, uh, you know conditions think, and everything like that. So that's great. I think that two and I think two and three are already written. Two and three are probably already written, especially if they've done voice work for it. Right. Um, which reminds me of something. Put a pin in that. Um, we got to talk about that. Um, so I uh -huh. feel. Thank you, TJ. Oh, the pin we noise. Done that in so long. Yeah. The last time there was a writer strike, we got Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen, mm -hmm. which is lot. one of the worst movies. There's I've a lot of seen. bad stuff that came out of that last writer strike. Oh my god! But um, regardless, if this writer strike lasts even a couple months, <laughs> it will in some way affect him. It's will, and and it will affect everything that's out there, and for good cause. Like it's it's, you know. They, yeah. they, you know, they're, they're striking for a reason. So, um, and if that's what happens, that's what happens. I mean, there are more important things than getting, uh, you know, movies and TV shows and everything like that. And people need to be paid what they deserve. So, um, but I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if two and three go unaffected. So we'll see. That's part of the bonus of, uh, them getting ahead, I guess, you know, and having plenty to work on. Um, let's see. Skybound YouTube channel posted another video with Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley. Did you guys check this one out? It was their meme video. Yep. They were ranking the Invincible memes. Bill, did you not watch it? I didn't watch that one, no. Oh, my yeah. God. Dude, it's so funny. It's so... It's it the, is really good. It's the three of them, and they're, uh, you know, uh, uh, giving their reactions to popular Invincible-related memes, you know, so... I'll say that the majority, if not all of them... That that they went over are me. I see a lot of memes, a lot of invincible memes, and um, I don't remember seeing any of those. I've seen, I've seen like half. the pictures. I've seen like the the um, the format before mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of certain memes, but n never with that context. I think I saw the like the the main advertisement for it was 
like the Omni Man one that's like twerking, yeah, pretty yeah. much, right? Like, it's, yeah. yeah, which isn't really. But that wasn't one of that's them. That's not really one of them. Really, that was. That's. It's a joke, but yes, okay. but the um, but that's not one of like the main memes that they react to, uh, and I'm sure you've seen like the very first one is you know Omni Man up, up up to the car with William. And like looking at William, like where season two, Where's William. That one I've yeah. seen. Yeah, yeah, that one I see all the time. Um, but no, it was a fun video. Again, we've talked about these. I'm so glad that they're continuing to put these out. I'm glad that they just like, you know, sat the three of them down and just filmed a bunch of stuff, which is great. Uh, and they're just rolling them out. So that's been fun to watch. Um, similar to that, you know, as we talked about before, like them filming stuff, they filmed a bunch of them uh, playing uh, Fall Guys. The Fall Guys skins are back out. They're available now-ish. Uh, if you're hearing this, I'm not sure if they're going to still be available, but it, hopefully if you missed out the first time around, you grabbed them because that's a fun game and those skins look great. Uh, Skybound just posted um, codes. Yeah, Skybound games. Uh, they're long gone by now, though. Yeah. yeah. But follow them because they've been putting them out every now and then. Um. <laughs> One thing I wanted to call attention to, even though we won't be able to listen to it uh, because we're recording this before it comes out, but May 3rd, so if you're hearing this, it's already out, uh, Comic Resources, CBR is doing a podcast called Dynamic Duos where they get two different creators and do like head-to-head interview type things uh, between the two of them. That's just about all I know of it because it hasn't come out yet, but the episode uh, that should be out now is Robert Kirkman with Todd McFarlane. Um, and very excited to listen to that. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's actually comes. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, to this episode, it's out right now. So mm-hmm. go check it out as the date, uh, as of the date of recording it for us, it comes out tomorrow. So yeah, go check it out. Very excited to listen to that. If there's something cool worthwhile uh, to mention, we'll talk about it on our next episode, but thought it was worth bringing up. Um, cause uh, you know, the two of them will undoubtedly have a fun conversation. I wonder if. They McFarlane. did hunt together. They did oh, do yeah. hunt. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to talk about the new Spawn movie. If McFarlane's going to give any news. And I just had I bet you would. I realize. doubt he would do it there, though. Oh, yeah, he would. Oh, my God. You guys he don't You guys don't think McFarlane's involved in the shared universe of Void Ravels, do you? I bet he is. I, bet I he still is. have... I can't even wrap my brain around what the fuck Void Ravels is and why really? they're already talking about it being like this big universe mm-hmm. thing i know i'm excited for it new comic by robert kirkman and lorenzo de felici very cool um excited to talk more about it here and i will say did you guys read the previews for it the first like four or five pages or whatever that came out no i won't isn't it isn't it just like illustrations there's words there's words i did there read are? it I did read it. I normally don't. I know TJ. I'm sorry. I normally don't, but I wanted to to I wanted to know something. Just give me anything, and it's very good. <laughs> it's very good. Uh, I can't wait. You know what? It looked like from what I saw, and I don't like to draw this comparison and say that they're like trying to do something that's kind of been done, but it looks like it's gonna be kind of saga y. Oh, interesting. Bit. Like the it actually like reminded really out there style. Yeah, it kind of reminded me a little bit of um, a mix between like Oblivion Song and Descender. Like it has that kind of like color palette and everything. Um, I know that's probably not exactly accurate. I haven't read Descender in a long time, but um, watercolor type. Yeah, but it's not watercolor. Water, it's just watercolor it's just, t- colored pencils. Yeah, I don't know. So good. Um, then what I think is some of the biggest news we've gotten in a, a while. Uh, this was a shock. Uh, it was yesterday, two days ago. 
they uh, announced the Art of Invincible Season 1 book. Um, this is super cool. I mean, I went back and checked because I could have sworn. And um, <clears throat> back in December of 2021, we talked a bit about our favorite Invincible merch and some of our dream merch that was coming out. And this was pretty high on my list. Like, this is something that I've really been looking forward to and hoping that they would make. Um, so the fact that just this just kind of dropped, came out of nowhere, was very, very exciting. Um, so I can't wait. I pre-ordered this immediately. Um, I don't know. Is this something you guys are excited to get your hands on? Yes, definitely. I mean, that's all we talk about is, is you know, how good the art of the the, uh, the comic is and obviously how much we loved the art in the show. Um, yeah, I literally every time I go into like Best Buy, mm-hmm. I always go into that like back section where it has like the art books of different shows and movies. And I yeah. look at like Dune and like all these like right. like Christopher Nolan ones. Like the, Marvel the fact that MCU ones have really nice collections of theirs. And... Yeah. The fact that Invincible is going to be there. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really cool. Here's a uh, uh, little um, snippet from the press release. Um, the Art of Invincible Season 1 features exclusive character, background, and vehicle designs, key art, and more. This volume takes fans behind the scenes and includes interviews with key creatives, including Invincible comic creators Robert Kirkman and Corey Walker. Um, and then here's a quote from... Um, um, I forgot the writer's name. I know it. I know it. Um, what's that mark sumerak um so let's see uh like many others invincible inspired me with its unique visual style emotionally complex cares and dynamic world building so it's been exciting to peek behind the curtain of the show's development through this book oh this was actually the editor over at skybound entertainment bixie uh we've worked closely with the creators to capture the passion and excitement of the creative process as they uh as they developed everything from the endearing characters to the gory twists Right now, um, Amazon has it listed for October. Um, I've seen a couple things say November, so it's probably going to be November. Just be prepared. Um, I think it was like thirty something, maybe forty. It's not bad. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think the Amazon listing actually has it for um, six hundred pages. Again, it's it's probably too early to know for sure um, that kind of stuff. But um, I was pulling it up because it did have that. Yeah, $40 on Amazon. No, sorry, 200 pages. Jeez, sorry, 200 pages um, published by Image Comics. And it's it's saying the publication date is going to be October 10th. But I would expect um, I would expect closer to November. So, yeah, very exciting stuff. Again, probably around the time that we'll be seeing season two, if not. I think I think that's a very I think that's almost like a spoiler. You think when so? does it come out? October. Um, it, some sites are saying October. Some are saying November. I think it has to come out before. I think. Show. I think whenever it comes out is a very clear indication of when we're getting the show. I mean, we could say that about action figures or you know anything else. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yes, this is like I mean, an animated show thing. So true. True. Yeah. So we'll see. Very excited for that. Um, the last bit of Invincible-related news was actually going to be a little bit uh, kind of somewhat of a topic. We want to talk about Science Dog because there's a new issue of uh, Science Dog or a new story from Science Dog that came out. Um, image number 12. This is the anthology series that Image is putting out with a bunch of different short stories from um, several different creators. Um, and we knew... 
back when this anthology series was announced uh, a couple of years ago, I want to say, we knew that Robert Kirkman and Cordy Walker were going to be involved. At the time, we had wild theories about whether or not it would be Invincible related, but we didn't know. Eventually, we kind of guessed that maybe it was going to be Science Dog because Science Dog had then become a little bit more, uh, you know, had had stories that needed continuing, I should say. Um, so, yeah, I want to talk a little bit about this, see what you guys thought. But first, I got an email here. This is from uh, Jack, who says, read the new Science Dog in issue 13 or in image 12, enjoyed it a lot. And that ending was interesting, but I was wondering what the story of previous Science Dog issues was and was also wondering what you would recommend to get on free comic book day this weekend. Um, well, we'll talk about Science Dog in just a second. Uh, free comic book day weekend. Pulled up the list for you guys because I wasn't uh, sure which things were coming out. And I mean, first, I would say if you're going into a comic shop, shop on free comic book day, grab whatever jumps out at you. Try something new, something that might, you know, be of interest to you, but something that you might not be uh, too familiar with. My initial picks would be looking at this list. I'm a sucker for X-Men and Hickman and everything like that. So uh, the new um, free comic book day story with Avengers and X-Men teases the new uh, Jonathan Hickman story. Um, Marvel Voices looks great. The I Am Stan Lee story. Um, those would probably be my my first picks. What about you guys? I mean, you could theoretically go and get all of these, couldn't you? I mean, usually shops limit it to like three or four or something Do like they? that. I mean, okay. You'd be a butthole. But if, if there's one or two, the things that would be interested in you. I mean, I don't really know. Like, I, I instinctually, I'd say probably that Star Trek one. Mm. Um, it's a cool cover too. Yeah, and it has to do with um, the show Lower Decks. Does it? Like where? Yeah, yeah. From what I from re- one the preview that I read on that, so huh. which is really good. It's a really fucking good animated show over on. I think it's on Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would probably pick that one up if I had to pick one nice. of them. TJ, anything you jump out? Um, to? yes. So my first thing would be to go toward uh, Fish Flies, mm-hmm. because um, I love Jeff Lemire. Um, you know, he did Sweet Tooth and, you know, uh, I don't know. He, he did so many good things. So he's, he's awesome. So probably that would be probably, that would probably be the first one that I would go to. Yeah. Um, I love turtles. Probably pick up the turtles one. Yeah. Those would be the two this, that I expected you to gravitate West towards. Of Sundown looks kind of cool. Hmm. So yeah, maybe that one too. Uh, check it out. Very exciting. So free comic book day, first Saturday in May. That's like tomorrow if you're listening to this on launch day so very cool um but science dog as for science dog yes that's the thing with science dog if you just jumped into this um you did just get like a random piece of the story um science dog's whole thing is that it kind of always released in random places uh with invincible it released uh on the 25 mark so issue 25 issue 50 and issue 75 of science of invincible included a little uh story in the back um those were all collected and finished in a hardcover collection that you can find online um in a really nice nice hardcover edition we have a episode of the podcast an older episode where we talk all about science dog all about his story in that hardcover and go into the whole character and his appearances in invincible and everything like that um, this current iteration of Science Dog, after that hardcover story came out, um, is now on its third part. So this image, issue 12, was the third part of the story. Unless I'm missing something, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. 
Um, the first part of that story was on the backside of Oblivion Song 25. Mm-hmm. So it was actually printed upside down if you had the, the back of the issue. Um, which, how did they do that digitally again? I don't remember. Was it literally upside down? On no, the file? I think it was. No, it wasn't. It was but, right. it, but you read it backwards, though, so you had to go all the way to the back, right? Yeah. That's funny. So, yeah, because yeah. Yeah, I remember when I was reading I'm like, something's not right here. <laughs> um, so yeah, Oblivion Song issue 25, the back of that has the first part of this story, which continues the story of Science Dog saving the world with science. Um, and uh, then the second part of that showed up in Skybound X, I think it was 3? Yeah, Skybound X3, which is similar to the Image Anthology series, where it's the Skybound doing stories um, shorter stories that included the like Rick Grimes 2000 and everything like that. Um, and that continued the story for Science Dog. And now this one is the third part. Uh, in the previous one, he was trapped um, uh, in this alternate dimension um, with these, these this race of beings and left there. And it has been, geez, probably over a year since we've seen, since that issue came out. And now here we are with uh, a few more pages of uh the next part of that story um what did you guys think yeah i thought it was good i thought like it it if you just read that one thing like and you thought it was good then you you honestly you need to go back and read the other stuff because this this was like just nothing really happened in it so the next one i'm sure is going to be very very good i mean yeah it did kind of six. feel like it is a con- literally six pages. So it's not, yeah. you know, it did kind of feel like a continuation, but I, I thought it was good. I thought I, I enjoyed it. I liked the, you know, the story of, you know, the, how they have this ruler that's, you know, uh, what's the word? I don't know, controlling them and trying to like keeping them yeah, to work for him in order to keep this... him alive with the minerals and things like that. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed the story. I think uh, his jumpsuit might be a call to Invincible, maybe? I don't it's know. Those, those are colors. pretty oh, yeah. exact colors. Yeah. So. Especially when he like pulls it off in that one scene, and it's just the yeah. pants. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my god, you look like you're Invincible. I think this will read really well in a collection. I did go back and reread one and two, because I couldn't quite remember what had happened. And there yeah, is kind of got to read them together. Yeah, there is a, a, a through line of like, science dog feeling like an outcast and he even mentions that he's never kissed anyone like he doesn't know love he hasn't really had that kind of relationship before um and so when he comes to this place now he finds this partner and there she's you know what is it i wrote it down alina is kind of helping him save this planet this this dimension or wherever it is um uh from dr morgan and uh uh yeah it's just science dog doing science dog stuff and um the writing was solid and i really dig cory walker's art in this and i really love dave mckegg's colors on it it's like mm-hmm. vibrant man it's like yeah the, it pops it really pops it looks so good i wish they would, would do more together and hopefully they do um because hopefully we get to see the end of this story i mean if it is going to be a four-part thing like the first oh, one um and then collect it again or something um but yeah, it was fun. It's always like it's always nice getting you know a pop of invincible, or a pop of invincible, a pop of science dog every year or two. It's just feel it's just feel good. It's like going back to an old retro video game or something that you know and love. It's like yeah, these look great. I love it. It's fun. It's it's easy to enjoy and bite sized. Um, so yeah, that was science dog uh, from Image Twelve. Hopefully, we get to see more, and hopefully, it's not too long before the next appearance of it. 
but we'll see. Hopefully it's not in the back of like Battle Beast 25 in three years. I was just I was just going to say like some <laughs> other random fucking comic that that comes out. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Oh, it's going to it's going to be in the back of Void Rivals 25. Watch. Yeah. That's a good that's a that's unless a good hot take. Unless it's part of that universe. It's part of the shared universe, guys. Um I've got a email here. This one says, "Hello members of the Invincible podcast." Uh, I'm going to keep my question short, but sweet. Did you guys think you were going to cover Destroyer through a legit pool? And if not, was that why you decided to rig it? Still holding out hope for an irredeemable Ant-Man episode. Much love, Owen Sailor. P.S. Mitch and the other hashtag never destroyers will not forget this. Make sure they don't get a hold of the recording or else this episode is never going to release. (laughs) So that brings us to Destroyer. All right, so here's the deal. Um, We know there's like there's more invincible coming up there's more stuff to talk about we're gonna get the animated series later this year we want to talk about destroyer so we decided you know what if we don't get to it we're just gonna we're just gonna talk about it i don't want to get to the point where we never get a chance to talk about it uh what's so funny tj i have a confession oh no what'd you do so you know mitch is my like arch nemesis right oh my god what have you done tj TJ's always rigged it He's what have never... you done is the screen gonna go accounts. static and mitch is just gonna be like laughing but like and take over there the is planet. nothing that makes me happier than seeing the frustration of bill so ryan said it i mean each account gets a vote and i have my account and chromacast and circle oh, yeah. guy news and the oblivion song podcast and it's voted against destroyer this whole time so yeah <laughs> And there have been some close calls. You there guys had some... to rig it. I was in the background, like trying to keep it going. Yeah. But there have been some I was really close calls on this one because you guys cheated, but that's fine. Yeah. We're here. Yeah. We're here. I was trying uh, to, you know, me and Mitch joined forces on this. Mitch didn't even know, but, you know, yeah. I was in the background doing some things. The unexpected but... alliance. So <laughs> here's, a, here's a prime example of why I think it's important that we do Destroyer because. There are people that we influence, right, that we inspire to read new things. And friend of the podcast, Wyatt Lane, was like, he texted us. And he's like, oh, my gosh, this book is actually pretty good. And, right. and I was like, no shit. Why are you just reading it now? And he reminded me that he was waiting until we discussed it to finally pick it up. So, like, did we have to cheat? I don't know, depending on what your definition of cheating is. It would have won eventually. Is the word (laughs) rigged the right word to use? Probably, probably. Um, But I don't care because Destroyer is so fucking good and Cory Walker's art on this thing. It also made sense. We're talking about Science Dog. It's Cory Walker. Walker Walker If you you think that Ryan Otley does gore. Oh, my God. Are we getting into this? Are we going in? Are we dipping our toes? We're getting into it. We're getting into it. So Destroyer, we're finally here. We're talking about it. It's based on a Stan Lee created character from the 1940s. This is an OG character that had his appearances here and there throughout history. And it came back as a Marvel Max imprint, um, which coincident, like, you know, funny enough, has a bunch of ads for children and stuff like that um, in it. But, you know, whatever. Marvel Max. Um, Robert Kirkman said when he created it that he wanted to take it on as though uh, Destroyer never ended, that this was essentially issue 701 through 705. He wanted to kind of pick it up as though the character aged through and this is where he is uh, since the 40s. Um, 
This came out in June of 2009 and ran until October. And uh, yeah, I mean, I should start with the overview, but I don't have it pulled up, so I'm not going to. So we're just going to jump right into impressions first. Uh, TJ, what did you think of Destroyer? And and um, tell me your history with this book. Is this your first time reading it? Uh, what What was this? Yeah, I, of course, read it when it first came out years ago. It was like halfway through Invincible when this dropped. Um, it was – so I, I read it back then. I didn't remember much about it other than other than the fact that I remember loving it. We all loved it. I mean, this is why we talked about, like, we got to do a Destroyer. We got to do a Destroyer because um, it, was the, it was the no-brainer. It was the one that we were craving to go back to. Um, and, yeah, it, rereading it again – I couldn't remember why I loved it so much, but I'm now reminded. Although I don't, I I don't remember it being as gory as it was. Like holy shit! Like re- literally, the <laughs> very first picture um, is, is just tons of gore. Um, it was awesome though. It really feels like that era of Invincible. It feels like that mid Invincible writing. You know what I mean? I, I, I can't even put words as to why, but it just it just does. Um, Corey Walker's art. I, I, I'll go as far as to say that I feel like it's on another level in this comic. Hmm. Um, I feel like it's it, 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 it it's awesome. I, I, I really, really like it. Like and again, like the color, the colors are incredible. Who did the colors on this? Uh, Val Staples. Hmm. They did okay. um, they did the colors for this. They did it for um a bunch of things in this era, like, um, I want to say Brit. I want to say this was also the same colorist as Brit. Yeah. In, in, but, uh, in a few areas. The story was incredible. You know, the comedic moments were super subtle and that's what made them so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, all the characters, his family, just everything. I, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Bill. Yeah. Um, I feel like first and foremost, I have to talk about the art and TJ, you said like Corey Walker is on another level with this. I don't think it's been topped. Like to be <laughs> honest and no, really like, the, like destroyer is in my opinion, Corey Walker at his insanely best, like the action, um, the, Oh my God, you know, he had so much fun with these character designs. Oh, yeah. Um, that one cyborg girl, yeah. Um, it's like auto, auto electro or, or whatever her name is. Like, yeah. like you could tell, like the designs are super fun. Um, I don't know. Like, it's just, there's so much good about it. The writing, like you said, and the characters like destroyer himself. Um, what's his name? Um, Mar- uh, Keen Marlowe. Keen, Keen. Yeah. Keen. Keen. Like he's really fucking likable. And right. I don't know. It's like as an old guy, because he's old, he's, he's on the, he's at the twilight of his years and he's he's not really like a crotchety old man, but he kind of is. Yeah. Um, it's like a mix between Brit and the guy from Up, you know? Yeah. Like... No, it is. He's he's like the old guy that's like stay off my yard, <laughs> but then he can also just fucking annihilate you. Yeah. Um, I loved it. I I remember when I first read it, like I didn't I didn't even really know that much about like the creators, obviously Kirkman, but like Corey Walker. You know what I mean? I didn't really know too much about because I think at that point I wasn't really too much into... When did this come out during Invincible? What issue? Oh, that's a good question. I thought it was like around like 
I'm gonna 40s guess. Ish? I'm gonna guess 60s. Uh, 60s. I'm gonna guess 40s. Which is? I think you're right, TJ. I'm gonna look up issue. When did issue 50 come out? Either way, that's when we started reading issue to issue, right? So yes, we like right kind around of, that yeah. time. So it wasn't. Oh, so in, you're right, then Ryan. Because I started reading at 41. You guys, you started reading at 48. Yeah. So it had to have been 50s it would have been, or later. It would have been 60. Um, yeah, you're right. 60. Like if I look up 62. So this is around. This is around conquest. Literally May 2009. All right. So part three of conquest came out with issue one of Destroyer. So that's where we're at. We know uh, Invincible. We're reading Invincible. We're in like peak Invincible. We're, we know who Corey Walker was, the designer, uh, early artist on um, Invincible. And um, and so we know this is a new comic by them, um, but obviously not as invested in Invincible and the creators like we are now. Yeah. But Loved yeah. Loved it. Loved yeah. it. 10 out, 10 out of 10. Everybody needs to pick this up and read it right away. It does away, have a cause... nice collection. I still only have the floppies, but I, I, I do want to get this in the in the uh, paperback or hardcover. I know there's like some crazy uh, collector's edition out there that I saw a long time ago. But um, yeah, I think... again, I read this when you guys did in 2009 when it came out. Since then, I don't think I've read it again uh, since then. I remembered kind of the gist of it. You know, okay, it was... You know, maybe remembered the heart attack thing. I knew it was kind of like Brit. It was gory. And I think part of me was a little nervous that it was going to be like really edgy or something and have that kind of dated like early 2000s feel. And maybe uh, maybe this wasn't going to hold up or age very well. This was incredible. Like it is so good. Like and it really holds up. It Like you're right, TJ, it does kind of have that um, that era of Kirkman's writing kind of feel. Um, I love that it just gets real too with all of everything with his heart attack and his condition and aging and dealing with you know growing old and his wife and everything with harriet yeah his wife and um, um i don't know what it is with kirkman handling like these relationships and dealing with old age and feeling as though you're not like capable anymore and everything like that he's done this in in a few stories before in a few characters but it just it it, it always hits so hard and um, yeah, I I really really liked it. it was, he did will... he did a he did a really good job of so destroyer Keen he's he's on his last leg like he's gonna die he has a heart condition mm-hmm. um, and, and like... the doctor at one point he's like you could drop dead doing a crossword puzzle like yeah. and you're jumping through fucking like buildings and stuff so and he does a good job like when you're reading it and after you know this you're like oh you shouldn't be doing this mm-hmm. like oh stop like and there's you're... a few times where he's like catching his breath and you're like is it now yeah is it, is it happening yeah. yeah but no um but I, th- I thought you were gonna um going off of what you said bill i like that he's like oh like it's gonna happen anytime it's gonna happen anytime and t- harriet tells him you need to slow down and he goes no, this is actually helping me because the thing that caused that causes my heart yes. problems is the fact that I constantly have to hold back on these villains, and that's difficult on me to have to hold back. Now mm-hmm. I'm not holding back, so it's actually helping me. It's doing good things, and I think yeah. that's cool how it like it kind of pushed it along too. Yep. So I love that was to... the, that was one thing I wrote down a couple notes as I was reading it. Issue three starts with him explaining that to Darius that he's like no killing, you know letting like this is relaxing for me that i finally Um, get to let go and actually finish the job so his whole mission is finishing the job and like tying up loose ends loose ends yeah he wants to he he wants to 
eliminate all of the threats to his family yes, and he it. doesn't want to leave any jokers around it it's, yes imagine if batman were to be like all right i gotta go kill every single one of my supervillains because i'm not going to be here to stop him anymore so mm -hmm. he would just go and kill joker two-face like the uh, riddler all those people and and that's like the the story overall mm -hmm. yep and then it, well, oh man so it goes to you know scar uh, kidnapping felicia darius putting on the suit becoming turret and everything like that yep. and um and that whole thing between like him convincing darius to to give it up to stop for his daughter's sake and him being the one that should have should take the mantle mm -hmm. and him taking the mantle at the end and that whole evolution of his character was really cool um, but yeah, man, everything with Scar and that like two pages or whatever it was or two issues of just like the chaos that happens. Oh, my God. So, yeah, there and spoiler alert, but we're going to talk about it. Like he yeah, this is all rips this guy. He the, his arch nemesis who who ripped off his wife's arm, ripped off his wife's arm. He he destroyer in that one scene. He's taking on all all of his like henchmen and they're beating the shit out of him. He over he overcomes it. And then he's like, all right, you ready to do this to Scar? And he's like, how do you have anything left? He's like, I was just saving it for you, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I let I let him beat the shit out of me, so I have everything left for you. And the first thing he does is he rips his fucking arm off and shoves it down his throat, his own throat. It is so and it's not insanely like, Oh, brutal. it doesn't really fit, whatever, go on to the no, next panel. Just, it's multiple panels it, of him. Pushing it, pushing it. Yeah. Ridiculous. This is some and of the goriest stuff I've ever read. <laughs> And it's, yeah, it's so fun. And like, I even love the, the supernatural death thing at the end, like, at, oh, you yeah. know, at, at, which I forgot about. When, so did I, I completely I forgot it. I reread this guys when we first started talking about like co-creators, I, cause I was like, oh my God, I got to reread Destroyer. Cause I loved it. I forgot about it. I'm like, this is so awesome. Like, dude, him like so, killing the Grim it, Reapers. Yeah. And, 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 and dude, and, the comedy, like TJ, you mentioned the comedy. So it's good. so funny. Like yeah. them being like, like, there's oh, no shit. afterlife for us. This is it. He's like, you don't have to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the one is like, you realize that if you keep fighting us, we're going to come for someone like, like, uh, what's his wife's Harriet. Harriet. And, th and then he instantly he's like, oh, he's fuck, like, no. like, oh no, I didn't say that. And he runs away and destroyer just fucking chases after him. Oh guys. You know, we have to was... work up to this position. We're going to get demoted. Like all this kind of stuff. It was so funny. It's so, I thought that it's... was such a unique ending too. Like that was really, really cool. Yeah. I can't yeah. remember. I was like, does he die in the end? I think he dies. He's got to die in the end. Right. And for it to end with him, just like being a grandfather, like it's him, yeah. like doing like the most, grandfather things sitting yelling oh pay attention to your mother or listen to your mother like it's just him like he's got his life he's living what's what's left of it now as a grandfather mm -hmm. so good man so good um but dude i also wrote down the line let loose the hordes of horde yeah <laughs> dude it was really um, funny there was one thing and ryan i know that you that you were you posted on twitter that you were looking for like invincible um easter eggs there's one that i saw that is i got two super prominent i got two they're, i also have two i wonder if they have the to be the same ones i don't think there's more than this so the first one okay. in issue one right mm -hmm. darius is cooking on the grill oh i got a good one his apron i got is a good the viltrumite logo yeah okay. okay okay and then the obvious one the book right the book oh the book. so cool right. this okay. was was this Ooh, man, issue Oh, yeah. The first page of issue five, I think it was first page. Um, um, Keen is in bed reading um, uh, Sa Savage Planet, Savage Beasts, one of Nolan's mm. books. 
That's yep. so cool. Come yeah, on. That's I awesome. saw that right away. There's a the third that, TJ. Yeah, dude. And it's a fucking good one. You're going to love this. What? I think I missed it. What do you got? Go to the, go if you go to the page Tell where me, he's beating it's... beating the shit out of uh what's his name? Scar. Scar. So beating three. the shit out of him. Um It's a full right. page. I got it. And there's four panels of him beating him up. Oh, and yeah. it just shows him bloody four panels straight down. Oh my god, you're right. It How is, did I miss that? It is post How did proposed. I miss that? It's post proposed. It's oh, exact it's Angstrom. Yeah. It's Angstrom and it's it's literally every pose is the exact same pose. Did you pull it up to yeah. see? Because it's very similar. Dude, when, yeah, I mean, when you're when you're reading it, and I'll put it up on the screen, TJ. Invincible, yeah. you're like, oh, it's obviously ang- it, like a little nod to Angstrom getting the, his head pummeled in. The page, the page layout isn't the same, but the pose is exactly the really? same. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, dope stuff, man. I I really really enjoy this. I mean, it's it's one of those things that's it's a little unfortunate. I mean, I, I think it was really creative what Kirkman was able to do with this classic marvel character it is a little unfortunate that there's so much unique i think in this that isn't um like between cory walker's designs and new characters that they created the family and everything like that that it belongs to marvel that it is not um owned by them um because this this could have this could have easily grown you know expanded into more stories but for what it is, it's such a cool little story that he was able to tell. And it, it is really well cleaned up and kept. Um, so, yeah, I'm really glad we got to uh, finally read it. Sorry, everybody that uh, didn't want to. <laughs> Just Tektronica. Tektronica. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She has she has rectangular nipples. Yes. Yes, yeah. that's right. Um, yeah. Man. Yeah. Him. Him. The, him dying in bed. All, the all white, the reapers. I mean, all. Oh yeah. Next time, bring ten. You Don't know? bring four. Bring ten. Yeah. 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 Turret wearing the destroyer co- costume at the end. I really, really dug it. I thought it was a ton of fun. So, hopefully, everyone listening got a chance to check it out. And if you didn't, hopefully, this inspires you to go check it out because, like you guys were saying, is this some of, if not the best, some of the best stuff Cory Walker's ever done? Um, and it's solid Kirkman writing. If you know his writing. Um, then you're going to really enjoy this. And the gore is ridiculous. Oh my gosh. Darius crawls inside, inside the guy's eye, that monster's eye. Like, Oh, oh while he's God. alive and he's, and he's begging him to get out. Yeah. Like, Oh yeah. Too much, too much, too, too much. Yeah. So yeah, TJ, you got an email for us. You oh, take that for me. I do indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me find it here. It's from our good buddy, Frank Silva. Mm-hmm. He says, uh hey guys i hope you're doing great i wanted to say hi and congratulations on finally getting to talk about destroyer can't wait can't say i voted for it but i read it and i loved it uh your chrome your chroma episodes with wyatt were also a blast i also heard heard you're going to be at san diego comic-con this year i hope to see you guys there your friend in florida frank we are gonna be at san diego comic-con and i'm actually gonna be in florida twice in the fall so i'm looking forward to that too nice. but yeah san diego is going to be um going to be a blast it's going to be our first time at the big show we're from the east coast so we've never you know it's been more difficult for us to get out there plus it's like san diego comic-con so um yeah super pumped that we're going to be there so yeah if you're going definitely hit us, let us up let us know frank silva definitely. let us know we'll we'll definitely 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 make a point to uh 
to catch up with you there uh, and anyone else uh, that reaches out. God, TJ, you might know this more than uh, Bill or I. How long before conventions do they typically announce panels? Uh, a couple months. It, it'll probably be soon. It'll probably we're be getting, like, we're like soon, man. You think before we record the next episode, June, that'll be, that'll be, it'll be like right there. I bet. Yeah. Very cool. I, I, I'm predicting probably like mid June. Yeah. Okay. That's man. That's close. That's only a month before. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hopefully we get some, something, uh, skybound or invincible panel related. That'd be very, very great to get, get to go. Um, all right. I have an email here. This is from our friend Luke. Hello, Bill, Ryan, and the sweet one. Oh, it's a sweet one. I have a few Throwing things to say. Down the canister. <laughs> <laughs> Luke says, I have a few things to say. One, I remember reading Destroyer and thinking it was great. If you ask me what it's about, I can't remember. I know it started at an issue, it started at an issue late in the run, like number 883. Not really, but kind of. Uh, the hero is old, but has one more fight left in him. And his heart does not give out. So yeah, you kind of remember things. I also remember thinking this would be a great vehicle for Sylvester Stallone. But then he went and did Samaritan. Which, Amazon Prime show, I had to look at or a movie. I haven't seen it, but it's, it came out this last year. Amazon Prime original. It's Sylvester Stallone as a superhero or something. So it might have a similar mm. concept. I don't know. Mm. I'll have to check it out. Should I watch it? Luke, let me know. Uh, number two, I want to thank Mitch for finally making Destroyer episode happen. Yeah, we can all thank Mitch. Thank you, Mitch. This is because of you. <laughs> number three, when it comes to Invincible, I have a fan question for you guys. I'm sorry, I have a question for you guys and the fans of the show. What is one of your favorite moments in the comic? Everyone watching or listening to the show, I encourage you to share your favorite moment in the comments or email it in. That's cool. I like hearing it. We always love hearing everybody's favorite. Uh, love your show, guys. My number one favorite podcast in the universe. Best, Luke. You are the best, Luke. Thank you, man. Jeez, uh, favorite favorite moment. One of your favorite I, I moments. Know, no, I know no. Mine. He, he specifically like... says one of your favorite moments. So no right, pressure. So we got, this gonna, is not gonna... your number one. It doesn't even Oof, have to be your number I know three. Mine. I have mine. I'm gonna try and go off of not keep it Rex Bloater Conquest related. I'm going to go with mine. I'll come up with a um, one here. So my favorite, and I've said it a million times, um, is when Dinosaurus goes and breaks out Mark um, mm. from the moon, like mm -hmm. the Viltrum base, mm -hmm. and fights Thrag. And it's almost like heart-wrenching, like what he goes through, because he's like this villain that goes through this major arc, and he's so stupid, and he has this amazing redeeming part and he just gets annihilated by Thrag. Like his, he goes to slice up, his fingers break, he goes to bite Thrag, his teeth breaks, and then Thrag breaks his jaw. Mm -hmm. And then he even still, like he's talking to Thrag, like this was part of my plan. Uh -huh. And like everything's set to his heart rate. That is one, it, it, it always, whenever anyone talks about like Invincible and their favorite parts, that always comes back to me. I fucking love that part. Mm -hmm. TJ, do you want to go? It's hard because like, so many are flooding my mind. The thing is, it's like, no, that's too obvious. That yeah. one's too obvious. Oh, here's too. one. That one's okay. too obvious. Okay. Like, the answer, the answer, is Angstrom Levy putting Mark through all the dimensions. The mm. second answer is for me, Rexplode versus King Lizard, like or Komodo Dragon. Like 
oh my yeah, god like that's that, that's in like, my top five too the rexplode komodo dragon that might fight. be my number one i think uh no it's, it's it's my number two like that's when he gets shot in the head right yeah, yeah. oh yeah that was a good that's fucking part season two, two. It it's, so coming. Yeah. it's coming it's coming yeah people are gonna cry gonna be great man obviously conquest comes to mind terra at the in that last issue standing in the coliseum comes to mind powerplex comes to mind but thinking something different so like we like we're saying here some of our favorite moments that may be lesser known i love issue 109 109 when mark is stranded in mohawk mark's dimension and he has to work with rudy with robot and the Mahler twins to kind of like transfer his intelligence into another version like he clones himself we get anissa throwing baby monster go it's such a off the wall crazy issue that has so much like world building that could be a whole arc like we could have gotten like reboot with just mark in that dimension and all the backwards crazy stuff that happens in it um and i just love that kind of stuff i love it's that funny kind of when it's so rewarding robot... when you started talking when you started talking and you were like oh like what and then you and i i, I an issue popped into my mind that i wanted to bring up and i thought you were going to take it you said 109 for me 108 dude the, all the, the angstrom stuff leading leading up to 108 yes. like angstrom like reading is the newspaper and seeing that invincible is alive that was a couple issues before that but like leading up to that dimension and the death of angstrom which is fucking brutal mm-hmm. um so good yeah love all that yeah that's a good moment yeah good stuff send us some of your thoughts uh some of your favorite moments from invincible um but otherwise uh is there anything else we want to touch on? Because we're going to wrap up this episode here. TJ, I wanted to give you a chance. Did you want to... Uh, um, we normally talk about some other stuff at the end of the episode. Any movies, shows, video games, anything like that that we've been watching or uh, gotten into lately. Or um, reading. Or reading. Oh, my God, TJ. But I do want to ask you, though, what did you think of Renfield? I did see Renfield. Robert Kirkman's um, name in a movie theater. It is officially out on Amazon to Prime. That's right, as of like to, this, to buy or recording. rent. Yep. You know, it's been getting really mixed reviews, and I've he- been hearing a lot of negative things about it. But swear to God, not being biased because we do Invincible podcasts or because you like we've we've talked to Kirkman, but I re- I really did enjoy it. I wasn't going into this expecting it to yeah. be like incredible. I thought like, or I'm sorry, expecting it to like take it seriously. It's a comedy, mm-hmm. right? I thought Nicolas Cage was hilarious. I thought he was really, really funny. Don't you I love hate Nicolas, Nicolas Cage? I, I don't. What I've always said <laughs> about Nicolas Cage is I don't like him as an actor, but I've liked pretty much every movie he's ever been in. Like, I don't know. He I don't know why. But yes, mm-hmm. like he's great in this. Like, he's super funny because he's got like this. Like, I don't want to say too much, but okay. he's his, his demeanor is like is is it's funny. Um, Nicholas Holt is, I like anything Nicholas Holt, Nicholas Holt is in. I think he's awesome too. Like I thought it was a, a solid comedy movie. And there's one thing that surprised me. Oh, and I'm just going to say it. The action is incredible. Yeah. The action was like, like I had just seen John wick four the day before Renfield. watching this and I, and it's not on that level but like uh, really? some, uh, what? it's not a, it's so, not on that level but uh, so you so bit. overall you recommend it absolutely i yeah. again i'm not being biased i i enjoyed it yeah i enjoyed it cool all right i think the audience score is pretty obvious like peep peep like audience it's i think 50, on Rotten tomatoes like the, it's one of those things where audience like it critics eh. No way, it's not that low. I thought it was way higher than that, the audience score. Yeah. 
I will well, say that's... this. I also had a great theater experience because everybody in the theater, and it was, oh, there really? were a good amount of people in there. They, everybody was laughing together. Everybody was enjoying it together. It was it was a really, really this, good experience. I wonder, experience. Bill, whenever you see it, whether it's in the theater or if the three of us watch 58. it or something like that in person, like I think it'd be a fun thing to watch together then because you're right, TJ. Yeah. This might be a movie where the, 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 the company helps make it. Um, so yeah, that'd be, that'd be something to consider. Um, all right, we're going to wrap it up there. Thank you all for listening in. We'll be back next month with another episode of the Invincible podcast, talking about the latest news and everything Invincible related. Um, be sure to send us your emails over at the Invincible podcast at gmail.com. Thanks again to our good friend, Wyatt Lane, who supplied the music for this episode. Um, you should be hearing it now and in the intro. Um, you can find his music over on iTunes, uh, Apple Music, Spotify, all the good stuff. SoundCloud. That's right. Yeah. Um, thank you all, and we'll be uh, we'll be seeing you next month. Have be around. Be around. Right on. Right. Bye now. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.